uh, a different way through training and through your body because you are very physical. So I'm going to connect physically to you in a way that's going to connect to your spiritual self. And then your mind comes in the middle and maybe there's some resistance, but what is that resistance? So there's a mental. So with a mental person, somebody who is in their head, in their mind, they're intellectually analyzing everything all the time. I'm going to go into their body. I'm going to say hello to their mind. This is how you navigate. But let's look at the resistance. Let's go into the body. Let's see where that is. And usually it's 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 very... It's, it's... Hello everyone, this is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here today on a new show called Four Soul Illumination with my dear friend, Fran Bailey. Hi, Fran. Hi, Kathy. I'm How so you? glad you're here. I am so yeah. glad to find out your, your aspect, your knowing, your guidance on soul illumination and what that really means to you. So, so Fran, I know that you, even as a child, have had remarkable experiences and connection with source. So um, could you articulate a little bit um, mm -hmm. for the audience what, what that journey is so they understand your um, incredible relationship with source? Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, I'll do my best. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, as a child, I think I had this, I had dreams, I had connections with, you know, whatever. I had all these guides and I had three guides that I called Hama, Chama, and Bama. <laughs> uh -huh. And I would talk to them and, you know, I, I, I just thought this is normal. Everybody had that, but uh, no, evidently not. So, um, but I was always aware. I was always aware of energy. I was always aware of not, not being fearful of nature and not being fearful around um, just things that were kind of off base a little bit. Um, so I think my first real experience is when I had a near death experience in, um, and I was at a Christian science camp and we took this, um, you know, rapids down the, this wild river. And all of a sudden I saw these canoes up like this and went, uh oh, so I was the first canoe and held the reeds and said, okay, I got to stop. So everybody stopped, everybody kind of carried their canoes over. And um, I was the last canoe, of course, with all the food and uh, I started sinking. And I went under the water and my foot went under and my, so my ankle was between two canoes underneath holding on. I was like looking up and everybody was kind of laughing at me. And I was like, oh, this isn't a lot to <laughs> So uh, I saw my life like that go in front of me and, you know, went through the tunnel and they saw everybody I knew and it was very fast. It was very, very quick. And, um, 
they said, you're not ready. So I sort of felt this rush, like umbilical cord pulling you back into the womb. But I was back into my body and jolted back and, you know, got out of the, and sat in the empty canoe and kind of cried. But something happened, something changed, something shifted. And I will, I'll never forget it because it it was like another me there was a connection to another me and what life meant and what it will, you know, meet. So <clears throat> there was that. And then we went into, you know, more of, I would sing in front of the, on a table, I would sing, got the whole world on my hands and feel these energies around me. And, you know, it was a little, I mean, thought it was a little crazy, but you know, it went on and I, um, so I went to, uh, you know, I did, my dad died and I had an experience with my guides. I trained with Rosalind Briere, who is an energy healer. She was awesome. So eventually all these things started waking up and then I would get training as an energy healer, as a dancer, as all these things would start coming into um, one tunnel, meaning whether it was dance whether it was hands-on healing, whether it was a spiritual experience and all those things are all part of consciousness, right? So I think another big point was when I was studying at Connecticut College American Dance Festival and I was um, dancing with a solo artist. She was an improvisational artist in New York city. And so I was training with her and she said, okay, Fran, you're ready. I went, okay. Whatever that means. So she put me in front of the class and one musician and it was an improvisation class. So that means that you, you, there's nothing set and you just respond to the music. So I'm moving and dancing to the music and kind of going to this spin and this circle. And I sort of had a, a definitely a spiritual experience of physical, emotional, spiritual. I mean, some, some sort of place like a Sufi dancer where you just, what happened? I don't know, but something happened. So in that plane, you know, the physical plane, the emotional plane, the spiritual plane, you're, you're dealing, you're going into another dimension and that dimension is peaceful because you experience nothing and everything. And I think that's that whole kind of, you know, thing that happens. So, so that's kind of being in the flow, but that's more, you had a more profound, spiritually transformative experience where you, there was no separation. At least that's what I'm understanding between right. you and, and God source the the universe and infinite intelligence all those names right 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 so do you find that you bring that remembrance and that place back in on a, re a regular basis when you inform and do your work or was that just a, a blip on your on your um, film of your life or, or was that a portal and is it still a portal? 
Good question. I think it's both and. Oh, it's, okay. I think it's. I think it is a portal. At the same time, it is a a place where we as humans can go, which gives us this ultimate truth of kind of why we're here, and what what we are to experience as one. And I think that in the work, whether it's movement, whether it's energy, whether it's understanding the um, functioning of the personality. How do we, how do we do all that? How do we put all that together in order to find that one thing, the thing that makes us tick? It's like love. It's like the same that keeps us coming back for more. But, you know, we, we, we are so designed to have these fine light, these fine definitions of everything. And then when you suddenly look at learning about life but then take that away then you're in the center then you're in the right in the middle it's like the chakra you're right in the middle so you know, so that connection to the peacefulness the grace the beauty it's divine beauty is it what is you're talking beauty. about yes um, that I think is what so many people are longing for. They're trying to reconnect um, the chaos that we have in our regular lives and yeah. regular in in our third dimensional world. This this connection you're talking about is really almost your soul mission, your your soul expression, and the only reason you came here. Correct? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Um, interesting. I, as a performer, um, you know, would choreograph these pieces. And I remember saying to myself, well, I want the audience to be still. I want them to feel what this feels like. So I think that's the, that's the impetus of everything of, you know, you know, whether I'm working with somebody on the table or whether I'm, you know, uh, whatever I'm doing. I don't know. It's the same. It's like art. It's like the same kind of thing. Art and healing are the same, same principles. And we have that power. I really believe that we do. So when you are doing, and, and, and just by the way, anybody that doesn't know about Fran's healing, she's my go-to. She is amazing. Amazing. Um, and it's franbaileyhealer.com just and we'll make sure that everyone knows that so so fran when you are working with other people and you work with them um in group or in person um or online do you connect to your soul and then work with their soul or do you see their soul as separate or do you become them in the process and there's not a lot of differentiation between you and them. I think what happens um, is, is this, is I hold the space for that individual to show up. And when that individual shows, when I look at a person, I look at the body, mind, heart, and soul. And until there is one cue or one word that allows them to relax and come into them themselves, all of aspects of themselves, then I will come in and share what my knowledge is. And then we find that 
that place of um, communication. And it could be anywhere. It could be in any kind of plane. But if there's a little cue and there's a little moment of aha, and then I ask what just happened Uh so that they remember, they figure out, oh, that's the cue that I remember what happened with my body, my mind, my heart, my soul. So it's it's an interesting analysis because it has to do with language and it has to do with energy and it has to do with connecting with their soul. So I kind of go from above back in and in and above, if that makes any sense. I and it does make a lot of sense to me. Okay, so so you see them then as separate, and you see mm-hmm. them in in a way that you can see the energy centers in their body, and you can actually see if there's something that's not that needs a tune up. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like uh, like oops, the energy's running slow on that one. I'll I'll just work on that one. But but when you do that there is a permanent change with these people um something about them is a, a is able to remember that connection to their soul and how who they are as a divine being so you're doing so much more than healing a physical body it's really a soul reconnection in an aspect right yeah i i would say that that if if that is missing you know, it's it's like if there's a resistance in the body, then I will find a resistance and make a connection to understanding what that resistance is because it takes some mental, physical, it's almost like physics. It's physics. If there's something going on with the body then or the mind or the heart, how are we going to unleash all these so that they flow together? And that is connecting with the soul because the soul is not in resistance. Okay. So, so uh, my next question is about um, this surrender to the soul. So, so you innately knew how to do that um, from a little girl and you had some um, maybe teachers and guides that were around you. And um, that of course you, you could express it through dance because you're, mother was a dancer, your father, you had a lot of music in your home. Um, yeah. so I'm giving a lot of information that only I would know maybe, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I, I'm wondering the, the journey for the, uh, for your students and that your, your clients, you've worked with, um, NFL players, <laughs> that are rough, tough guys, big, big, rough, tough guys. And how do you get them to surrender? How do they, how does the journey work? Because um, they're so, they've been taught to be warriors. And and, and really almost anyone in a professional, um, what not necessarily a physical professional um, sport, uh, an athlete like that, but almost any business person, a lawyer, a doctor, anyone that's been top of their game and mm-hmm. had to put in a lot of practice and effort to get there, they're all um, they're all not used to surrendering at no. all. Yeah. How do you get them to surrender to it? Well, I think first, if you look at 
how they've navigated their life. Number one, if, if they've navigated their life through their body, that's how you run the language. Oh. So as a dancer, you know, I had to be disciplined all the time and hours and hours of studies. So how I approach it was say, okay, so we're going to approach this uh, ability to sort of look at life in a different way through training and through your body, because you are very physical. So I'm going to connect physically to you in a way that's going to connect to your spiritual self. And then your mind comes in the middle and maybe there's some resistance, but what is that resistance? So there's a mental. So with a mental person, somebody who is in their head, in their mind, they're intellectually analyzing everything all the time. I'm going to go into their body. I'm going to say hello to their mind. This is how you navigate, but let's look at the resistance. Let's go into the body. Let's see where that is. And usually it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's like a, it's just the way it is. So, um, it's like, um, studying the Enneagram, studying the personalities and you, you have to, either it's mind, body, and heart. So how do they, how do they navigate? How do they figure, how do they run their lives through what their mind, body, or heart? So um, that's sort of the practical thing. Now, what happens energetically is another story, <laughs> depending on the, on the client. Well, I, again, I, I think this time uh, that we're in right now, there's so much fear. It's a fear virus as much as anything and, and chaos yeah. And what that's why I was asking about the soul connection that you provide when you're doing these healings and when you're working teaching um healers how to use your Shiva method. Um so why don't we talk about that a little bit so you could explain the Shiva method a little bit if you don't mind, so that the people that are new to you um will get a chance to understand how wonderful it is. Yeah. So the method was developed in 2002. Uh, the word Shiva was channeled to me, seeking harmony and energy, voice and action. And I said, what's that? Okay, let's do this. I think it's a method, but um, I've been doing it for 20 years and finally figured out that this method of body, mind, heart, and and from my experience, you know, it's a, it's the technique is very simple. It's very practical. It's very um, palpable. So I do a meditation, chakra clearing. I do uh, physical body work to teach you how to run energy on your own body to understand where those blocks are. If I use my pressure points, um, you know, all these different places where I, like if you just put your hands right here, it's like, okay, there's my brain is, if I run energy between my thumbs and here, oh, that's the half of my brain running this way or and there is including the, the rest of the brain. So you're, it's called brain balance. I mean, that's that simple. Those, so these simple techniques of just doing one thing. And it's, it's, it's simplifying what, uh, it's like a direct, I'm was so, if I want, I want efficiency. I want efficiency, but I want clarity. And that's what, this is so so we do the mind the body and then the enneagram was our personality and how we 
oh, into resistance of not connecting to our soul. And of course, in meditation, we definitely go to the soul, but we stay grounded. So that's what I teach you how to do, is stay present, stay grounded, connected to soul source. Right. Well, this work is amazing and it's incredibly fast, just as you said about being efficient. It's um, it's amazing in a very short time period. I want to um, tell those story. I was at the IONS conference um, a year ago, so it's two years ago, um, and I caught a cold and there were all these healers there and I had them work on me while I was there because I really felt terrible. And no one seemed to be able to clear it. And then I came home and right away called Fran. <laughs> and just like that, it was gone. And and it wasn't that it had run its course. It, it, it was still going full board. So Fran has a way, and she can also teach this, which is amazing. She has a way to actually see where the blocks are in your energy and then do something about it. But it doesn't seem like it's um, unempowering. It doesn't feel like oh, I can't do it myself. You do a great job of walking the person through what you're doing. You're disclosing everything. So it's not like a mystery. Oh, go take a pill and see what happens. This is right. you're you're actually articulating what you're doing and taking the patient on a journey as they're getting um, transformed, basically. And the body knows, right? I, so how does the body know? <laughs> how is that? How does that connect with your, your body, mind, and soul? How, how do you see that all connecting? Uh, okay, so I think if we just get out of the way and this system that we have this this mechanism is just remarkable and so if you you know it's like leonardo da vinci if you look at one of his drawings if you look at the beauty in which he studied and the source of what we have if you utilize it and connect with it we've gotten so far away from it that i think that there is this evidence and the possibility that we can um, reconnect. That's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. I, I love the idea that we are uh, reconnecting to the expansiveness of ourselves and inviting our soul to be more embodied into this physical vessel rather than giving all of our power away. Um, and, um, looking at us like this is a machine. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, I think that we kind of miss the the memo on that one. But yeah. but when you connect um, in your own personal life to your soul, do you have a specific practice that you use? To myself? Yeah, well, I always do um, either body work or meditation or both. Um, definitely. Um, my sort of system is about 5.30 in the morning and I sort of scan my body and see where the blocks are and go through meditation and, you know, go into different planes and say, okay, so what, what's, what's coming, you know, how do, what's coming and, 
And so this connection um, sort of channeling what humankind might need at the time or, and I, and I'm the guinea pig. So that's how I know, because I'm the one that's, okay, this is the tester. And then I get out of my way and then find out what I'm supposed to share. Oh. That kind of. Well, I think it's more than that. I think your um, your connection helps clear a lot of people. You've been doing this work for all this time and your your field is connected to these beautiful yeah. beings that have also been working with you. Um, and so you're, you're expand, you're clearing for all of us, I think, not mm -hmm. just yourself. And that memo, memo that you get from the divine is, mm -hmm. um, it's like, okay, I'm on assignment. I'm here. <laughs> right. 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 And, and, um, you know, I just think that if, if what's the, what's the word? talk the walk or walk the talk, whatever it is, that's expression of, you know, if I can't do it, then how do I expect you to do, you know, right. it's like this, it's this, uh, the skill, it's a skill and I share the skill, but it's up to you and it's your, your responsibility to find that inside yourself. Yes. You know, I can't, I will, it will never stay if I come in and do, 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 do. That's why it's important to have that articulation and to understand what is happening and why it's happening and that you can own it perfect. because then it will stay. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. And I, I can, I'm, I can attest to that's what <laughs> happens is that um, the body knows what it needs. It's trying to tell you and um, as we were growing right. up, we were told, just take a pill, you'll be better and forget about it. And this is the total opposite. <laughs> this yeah. is your body's trying to tell you something and hey, you might want to pay attention before yeah. it really starts screaming, right? Right, right. And you know, life is life. I mean, life gets in the way and things happen and we do respond. I mean, I'm human. I certainly have my issues. I mean, you know, I do. So it's it's that it's the test that's always the test that that we're given. But um, you know, it's just the way how we walk, ride the wave. And if we have tools to do it with, then great. Oh, that's yeah. great. I love it. I I think, and I love that you have created these tools that even I can do. Um, <laughs> and that it's not a difficult practice. This isn't a practice that you have to wear funny clothes or speak another language or listen to um, music that's unusual. You get to just do whatever is comfortable for you and fit it into your lifestyle, but it is a practice. And we, in ancient times, I think humans were more connected to their soul and they did have practices. It didn't matter what indigenous um, group you were from, you, you had a spiritual part of your life. So, one of my um, questions I wanted to ask is, yeah. okay, you ready? Um, <laughs> this is part of the four soul illumination process now is to ask a question of the guests. And um, this is hopefully going to be an easy one for you. Um, but how do you perceive the relationship between our daily material life 
in our spiritual, soulful existence? And what advice would you give to someone struggling to balance or integrate the two? Um, I would say silence, number one, <laughs> you know, really, you know, what is, what is the, the nuisance that, what are the things that are in your way? And ask the questions, well, if I, if I really want to more consciousness, then I need to redirect some energy and redirect some time and open some space in order to look at me at me inside and there's this question i ask on with a lot of clients i say okay so i want you to lay on the floor and i want you to put your hands on your heart and i want you to ask yourself what am i going to do for me today what am I going to do for me today? Now, when I say me, it, it's the way it was said is a resonance inside. So it's the inner dialogue that I'm talking about. What is it that I need for me today? And that is a hello to, to the possibility of, okay, so am I going to meditate? Am I going to do body work? Am I just going to sit here and cry? What am I going to do? And so to recognize that no one's perfect, <laughs> these skills are there for you to find out that you are perfect wherever you are in your life and that there are no mistakes and that, you know, appreciate where you are and learn from the lessons you've had. And begin to understand that every experience is sacred. Every experience is sacred. And so even in the toughest of times, there is, there's a little nugget in there that says, okay, I got it. I got it. And then let go. Let go of the drama and then continue in that flow of life through these skills. And I think you'll find yourself. You'll find more of yourself and, and you'll have a fuller life, you know, more meaning and bigger. We live in this small little thing. Why not make it bigger? What the hell? <laughs> make it bigger. Make it more volume. Make it more color. Make it richer. Beyond what you should do, what you have to do and what you ought to do. Oh, that's so perfect. And that's the courageous life and the way to connect to your soul again is to get out of fear, get out of the shoulda, woulda, couldas, and uh, leave that past storyline behind and go to the new um, and, and see that life has so much to offer. Yeah. You're not a victim. You actually are a soul who chose to have a human experience, go for it, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. so cool. That's yeah. so cool. Well, I love the Shiva method. Um, uh, and again, we'll have everything so that you can listen and uh, go to Fran's website and go to her uh, YouTube channel and learn so much more from this incredibly um, powerful being that I'm talking to right now. Oh. 
and and uh, give yourself the gift of your reconnection to your soul and reconnect to beauty and grace. Correct. Correct. And and if you want to start, uh, there's a free download on the bottom of the page of um, a meditation that I've done, and so feel free to to yeah. start with that and yes, go from there. Once you find Fran at franbaileyhealer.com, once you find her, you'll be so glad you did. And you'll also get to experience a new new lightness of being, which is um, really what we're all hoping for is a lightness of being and illumination of your soul and a reconnect with who you really are, the love. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, thank you so much, Fran. Thank this you, Kathy. Good to see you. Great. Well, yeah, we'll talk beautiful. again soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.